Welcome to Flash Fiction from Giant's Reach by Steve Cook. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, uh, I am in a field right now pretending to be a sneaky cold weather snake person um, at Empire LARP, which is run by Profound Decisions. It's my first event as a new character, and I'm a little apprehensive about how it's going to go, but we'll see. Hopefully I'll be able to write myself some story in field. Anyway, until then, enjoy this, the third and final part of The Messenger. The Messenger Part 3 The cat sat in the room was immense, its bulk spilling out over the edges of the cushioned divan on which it lounged. The jewel at its throat was almost lost, amid plush fur and rolls of fat, but its golden eyes made up for it. They tracked Artisano as he entered the room with all the interest they would show a particularly impertinent bird. And you are? The messenger swept low and gracefully. I am Artisano e Ferenza, messenger of the guild, and I bring you a message. He looked up, straight into the cat's eyes. You are, I take it, uh, Mr. Bertram Riggs? The guild, the cat said, adjusting its paws slightly and beginning to purr. Yes, I'm Riggs. Artisano straightened, pulling the small letter out of his pouch. An uh, unusual name, if you don't mind me saying, for one of your disposition. For an uplift, you mean, Riggs said. He began to purr, the sound undercutting the voice coming from his gemstone. Yes, well. Riggs was my owner, and when he sadly died, he left everything to me. It was easier to change my name than the one on all the mills and refineries. He gestured with one languid paw. Read it. Out loud. Breaking the heavy wax, Artisano slid the single piece of paper out and unfolded it. To Mr. Riggs, he began, your purchase of land formerly belonging to the Guild of Messengers has been completed, and with it our business. The guild will cease to exist? Artisano's voice faltered, but he drew in a breath and continued, Will cease to exist once the final structures have been demolished. Please inform the messenger delivering this that they should return to Centrum for their final pay. He scanned the rest of the letter, then looked up at the cat. I'm fired. You are redundant, Riggs said. There is a difference, good man. The world is moving on. Post can be delivered across the nation by trains now. Hundreds, thousands of letters all at once, and all at a fraction of the cost. Why, you must have spent two days getting this letter to me on owl back. What a quaint idea. Riggs yawned, claws extending for a moment from outstretched paws, and then relaxed back onto the divan. Now, you are out of a job, 
I have a small sum of money for you left in trust by the administrators of the messenger tower that stood nearby. They have moved on too, you understand, as should you. The eyes narrowed. The man at the door has your money, but I have a job or two here. Administrative, you understand, but it's a chance to break into the production of the future. Artisano turned and looked out of the grubby windows. Below, in amidst the pounding machinery, the workers toiled. Their bodies, thin and pale, were in stark contrast to the black and silver machinery they worked on that stood so solidly. He shook his head. This is progress? These folk here, they are worked to the bone. They look... They are fed, Riggs purred. They have a roof over their heads and are paid a wage. When the tenements are built where the guild used to stand, they will have first pickings, more than they could have hoped for before. Shaking his head, Artisano turned back to Riggs. Thank you, Mr. Riggs, but no, I'll take my leave. The cat merely watched as he bowed and made his way back out of the room. The noise and thunder of the workhouse chased him out to where Wicks was waiting. True to Riggs's word, a small pouch of money was waiting at the front gate, enough to cover immediate expenses. So, she said, we've been fired, Artisano said, turning to look at the refinery. He weighed the pouch in his hand thoughtfully. They didn't just knock the tower down. That was the last guild building, and now it's been disbanded. Wicks was silent, and she put a wing around his shoulders. What do you want to do? I don't know. He shuddered, as though waking from some trance. But we're not getting it done here. Let's, uh... He broke off, as a shout sounded nearby, followed immediately by a girl's scream. He strode towards the sound, Wicks stalking along behind him, back towards where the tower had once stood. The little girl and the boy that had been so fascinated with Wicks were in the middle of the grounds, both lying still. Over them stood two men, short clubs in their hands. They were roughly dressed, faces a patchwork of scars and welts that screamed fighter at Artisano. One of them raised the club to strike down again at the girl, and Artisano charged in. He collided with the man, sending him tumbling away, and looked around in time to see Wicks bat the second attacker away with one sweep of her wing. Without waiting, Artisano yanked the girl to her feet, her brother clambering upright next to her. Come on, Artisano urged. They'll be back up in a moment. Run! They ran, Wicks taking to the air. The children led them more than Artisano into back alleys and through holes that were almost too tight for the man. When they finally stopped, it was in a small brick-lined tunnel that smelled like the sewers. Why, were they attacking you? Artisano said as he gasped for breath. Mr Riggs, they work for him, the boy said. We were supposed to be at the refinery today, but we snuck out. You didn't tell him, did you? Artisano shook his head. He wouldn't tell Fat Cat Riggs, the girl said. He's too nice. Don't call him that, the brother said. But it was half-hearted. Listen, Mr Messenger, we're nearly home. You should come home with us. Meet my dad. He gave Artisano a look that seemed wiser than the face on which it sat. He doesn't like Mr Riggs much either. He says, 
He'll make Riggs pay, the girl chimed in. Artisano nodded. I think I would like that, he said, and allowed himself to be led deeper into the city's underbelly. You've been listening to Flash Fiction written for my Patreon, Giant's Reach. If you'd like to become a supporter, go to patreon.com forward slash giantsreach, where you can find more fiction just like this, 